such special needs. I wondered what was wrong with me. My friends all fall so easily. Call the first one savage, mo my mood. That's what it was. 2016, we was running around, beat up in the club. I know she around for the money, but act like she loyal. I don't feel the love. I'm so rich, get bored, might wake up, buy me a car just cause. It's hard cause she spent the five, my b**** cost me a dub All my b got BBLs, all my b got bugs I ain't with the rap, be Draco, pedophile, all my arts get touched We ain't never ran off on no bar, but we still be hopping our cuz Running, 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 running. I leave all my cars Running, 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 running All my arts be on internet analytic here aka dreams and i would like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast i'm your hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of pop culture mixed in for episode 14 we're going to be getting into among us 21 savage the minecraft super smash bros collab and bryson taylor's new album anniversary but before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest and greatest activities. Also, make sure to hit that. Well, almost said the YouTube part again. I just need to take that out. Hold on, I'm going to take that out. I'm going to take that out right now. So we'll never run into this problem again. Okay, so also make sure to share this podcast as this helps to show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that now that we got the intro out of the way, let's get into the podcast. Okay, starting with the quote of the pod. This game is something that a lot of people been raving about, and I use the word rave because I think that's what all the gaming journalists use. They use words like raving and uh, what else? I forget. Do they use a static? I don't know. Anyways, basically, the video, the quote of the pod is Among Us. And for those that don't know what Among Us is, it's basically like, um, well, I say it's basically, I kind of have the definition pulled up, but Among Us is like, an online multi not like it is an online multiplayer game and it was developed by inner six studios released on june june 15 2018 and now a lot of people may be surprised that this was released in uh 2018 because that was two years ago and it's just now blowing up which makes you realize how always sticking with something kind of works out like it makes you um understand what people talk about will never give up because like if among us if the developers would have just gave up in 2019 and just was like this game's not going anywhere and just stopped it they would never have had this success that they're having now if they didn't stick with the original among us and we're also going to get into the sequel in a second but we're going to stick with the basic the basics of among us so this game runs off the Unity engine and it's really nothing, the graphics aren't anything special but it does its job. It's basically like, um, I don't know if this game is a mobile, is it on mobile? I wouldn't be surprised if this was a mobile game as well and because the graphics definitely could fit for mobile or console like it has that cartoon type um, graphics. But basically it's a 
getting a little bit more into the gameplay. It's, it's more of like a multiplayer game. Supports like four to ten players. And some of the people that I've talked to about who played this game say that you cannot play this game with random. So I, I don't know their like personal experiences. They was just like, don't do it at all. So they, they like recommended me if I was going to play this game to play with like a group of friends. So it's kind of like a party type game. But from online, like it's not like when you think a party, you think everybody come together and play the same game. But it's really like it's an online multiplayer game. But it's also the way that the game works is there's a, a, they say an imposter. There's a imposter among us, like out of the t four to 12, 10 players, it could be one or two imposters. So that's why it's called among us, because there's imposters, imposter can't even say the word no more <laughs> but anyways there's imposters among us so you have to the whole game is just you figuring out who it is while also doing your task that you have to do throughout the game so you aren't just standing there and um from watching i watch rdc world play this game and from watching them i could really understand where the in the um what's the word i'm looking for the exciting factor comes from I could pinpoint exactly where it came from because for me it came from me watching one of my favorite creators play a game and just the interactions that they had because this game brings out interactions that you would never have with certain content creators so i think it's not really the game itself it's the way that the creators carry this game so i don't really see the longevity of this game staying around or sticking but i do see it running the summer but i don't think it will have the type of impact that some people are projecting it to have because at the end of the day when your game is more interesting for the people playing it than the actual gameplay is kind of uh it's definitely not a long it's definitely not a smart long-term strategy but i don't know what do i know <laughs> no i'm just joking um so basically the creators kind of carry this game is, is doing very well on, on Twitch and everything. I think they said it's become one of the most successful games of 2020, which is crazy. It has like over nearly like 31 million hours watched from August. So that like during and no, not from August in August, like the month alone has had 30 million, 31 million watched hours. And like what I'm going to keep repeating throughout this is because for me is because of the creators. And also you have to give some credit to Among Us because it is a, a streamable game. Like and what I mean by that is like some games you play and you try to you have to focus so hard that you can't really interact with the chat. Or some games are the opposite. The gameplay is super boring and your chat, your chat you're interacting with your chat, but they don't really like the gameplay. This game is somewhat in the middle. They sort of like the gameplay, but they're really looking for the interactions between you and the other players. Because, like I said at the beginning, you're trying to figure out who's the imposter amongst the group. So, it's a lot of lying. And you know what's funny? Isn't it funny that 6ix9ine, Takashi, he came out, everybody condemned snitching and everything. Well, really the rap community, not really the other people. But the rap community... Uh, publicizes guys being a rat quote unquote and so and, and said that that's not cool and snitching is not cool now this is on a whole different level I'm not really trying to compare this um, the seriousness of each level but like 
every time I watch Among Us, people just be snitching left and right. Like, oh, I saw this man. This man didn't do his task. He has to be the killer. Or this man um, saw the dead body and did a report it. He has to be the imposter. Like, it's a lot of snitching going on. I don't know. It's a lot of snitching going on. For from people that um, condemn. Is that the right word? I think so. Condemn snick uh, six nine. Um, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm confused on on how that works works out. But now nah, I'm really just joking. But seriously, that that game is full of uh, snitching. Like they should have just called that the Takashi six nine video, the video game, because it's just full of people just trying to figure out who who's the killer. Or if you're the imposter, you're just lying. The whole game just lying like yeah i'm doing my task meanwhile you're taking off like two or three people at a time i kind of went on a tangent i don't even know what i was talking about <laughs> um oh i was getting into the numbers okay so basically among us averages nearly eighty thousand viewers i don't know if that's a day i think that's a day they had 190,000 concurrent view, uh, viewers on September 1st. So it's really off to a hot start. Like they showed the little release date compared to now. And like you just see the graph is just bare minimal. And then this summer, well not this summer, but basically this, um, what would this be called? Fall? This fall, it's been going, it, it's spiked up. So it's totally different. Like I'm looking at a graph right now and it's just it looks like a hill like a huge hill and so it's just like the, the amount of success that this game is having i don't really think the developers was thinking that they it would have this much because they was working on a sequel like i said we would get into later in this segment and now we can probably and now we can get into it so basically what i was talking about with a sequel a sequel the studio um, I forget the studio name. Oh, uh, inner, I think inner sloth. I don't know. I think, I think that's the right one, but hopefully I'm not mis, uh, giving the credit to somebody else, but I think it's inner sloth. They had plans on making a sequel because this game was originally released in 2018. So two years later, people are not talking about it. It's kind of like, okay, time to move to the next one. And then just game the Among Us just blows up out of nowhere. I really don't know who blew it up. Let me know. Okay, click my link tree in my bio on one of my social media. Send me a message letting me know which content creator really blew this game up the most. Like, which content creator for you blew this game up and brought this game to light for you? Because it's like, like I've kept saying, this game was brought to light by creators because I don't see any other way this game could have survived on its own. Which it really didn't until somehow it blew up. But basically... They were, the developers basically like simply just came out and said that we were working on a sequel. This game blew up, and now we're just gonna focus on putting all that content into the original. So, kind of like a um, Fortnite type thing when they have like chapter one, chapter two. I think they'll try to start doing that. Like I like I personally stated, I don't really think this has longevity like other games that blow up, like Fortnite and, and um, Apex. Even though Apex looking, Apex looking kind of. Um, it's looking kind of spooky for that game. But anyways, Among Us seems like it's, it's going to be around for a little bit. 
but I don't think it like in 2020 this same day 2021 I don't think we'll still be talking about Among Us and so somebody could hold me to that somehow because I'm not gonna like I'm gonna forget next year like I don't really care that much but I'm just saying like I don't think this game's gonna be around so if anybody cares to put that in the calendar and then let me know in 2021 uh, if, if Among Us is still going strong if, then uh and be my guest because that's really all I have for Among Us. So click my link tree in my bio. Um, like I just said, message me on any of my social medias. Let me know what do you think of Among Us and do you think that's the game of the year? I saw a lot of people throwing that around even though this game came out in 2018. I don't know how that will work. Or do you th- just think that this is the... Like what, what type of award would this game get even because it came out two years ago? I don't know. It's weird. Just let me know what you think of the game. Do you think it's fire or trash? And do you think it's going to be around for um, years to come? Because I don't, I don't, I don't even think it's going to last a year. But that's just me. I think there was a reason it was two years before this game blew up. And I do not. I don't know who blew this game up. I'm, y'all let me know. <laughs> but anyways, that's all I have for Among Us. So now we're going to switch it up a little bit. Okay, getting into music. Now, a lot of people was wanting to was wanting me to do like a um, a, a Twenty One Savage review last week because I guess this I guess this album was supposed to come out last weekend, but it ended up ended up coming out this weekend on October second. So I don't really know how what people like what pe- who people were listening to because I didn't really hear anything that this album was coming out i did hear that he was dropping last week from academics but i did not think that he was dropping an album like i just last week he just said that he's gonna drop next week so that's what i was just waiting for i was surprised when people was like hey the 21 savage mode is album is coming out you should do a review or something like that i was just like and then the album didn't come out so it just it just made me think people was trolling but anyways so 21 Savage album came out and because I believe in 20 it's been the original Savage Mode came out in 2016 with Savage 21 Savage and Metro Boomin who is a producer and the reason that this has so much hype before it even came out because he didn't do too much promo for this he basically just said Hey, I'm putting out an album and put out a trailer with Morgan Freeman's voiceover. And then there you had it. The album was out. So the reason that this had so much hype, though, is because back in 2019, I believe. 2019. Yeah. July 2019. He he brought out Metro Boomin, I believe, at one of his concerts and said that, like, uh, Savage Mode 2 is, is on the way. And he said it's coming soon. And that's why I always tell people that rappers are like, like rappers are professional liars. You cannot believe anything that these rappers say. You have to believe them off of what they've shown you, like what type of action they put behind their words, because rappers are supposed to tell you albums coming soon. Like, I mean, if an album's coming soon and they don't drop to like two years, you're going to think, man, this is the week that so-and-so drops this is the week that so-and-so drops meanwhile they don't even plan to drop to like a year or two after you even uh after 
everybody and their mom dropped. Like, you know, like these artists be professionally um, conning these uh, fans. But anyways, get it back into 21 Savage. He doesn't really do it too much. Like he says stuff and he's kind of taking at his word because he does put action behind his words. But at the same time, that example I just showed of 2019, he said it was coming soon and it's 2020. I mean, what's soon to y'all? Like, let me know. Let me know what y'all think soon is. Because for me, soon is two to three months, not a whole year. Um, So like I just said, Morgan Freeman was a. Uh, a very prominent voice on this album he had a lot of voiceovers on the album he was voiceover he had like whole i think he had the whole intro track was a voiceover i think he was on the end of i forget what it's called i think he was on the end of running which is the second track on the album we're gonna get into the album so basically i just want to say that morgan freeman's on that album and I guess he's the standout. That, that's crazy. Morgan Freeman, all he did was voiceover and he's the standout on the track. You got people remaking the 21 Savage, Savage Mode 2 cover, putting Morgan Freeman's face over it. Like, people are taking this crazy. So I guess really, I guess Morgan Freeman did his thing. Like, he didn't rap one bar, but still took over the whole album. Very Pretty interesting if you ask me. If you ask my honest opinion about the album... I don't want to say it's only solid. I want to say that it's... Can't. I want to say it's above average, but I really can't. Like, I would give this album probably a 6, a 7 out of 10. Because I like the co- the cohesiveness of the album is really good. Like, the first track goes into the second. I think I've talked about this before. I really like artists who, when they put together a project, they're not just random songs all scrambled up. They're like, there's a sequence to it, and there's a... They basically, I like when they reward you for listening for listening to an album from start to finish. Like some people, album come out and they just start going to like this feature, that feature. Like wish Drake is on that song, but I like I still started from the beginning because it didn't really intrigue me that much. But people just go straight to that, then they go straight to another song or straight to another feature. Like I list, I like to listen to it from start to finish. So I like when artists reward us, re- reward people who do that by adding cohesiveness and what i mean by that is like the beat ends and the in the end like the 10 to 15 seconds of that beat goes into the beat to the next song and which you can't do that for the whole album because that would be kind of hard for the producer but he did it enough on this album where i feel like it was a cohesive project so i would say seven i think six is a little harsh i would say seven out of ten because me i'm more of a substance guy and it was a lot of like killing and, and talking about you know 21 savage type type things and not like not that i was looking for i am i was part two in this album but i still um don't give it like above a seven because you know once you talk about killing and, and stuff like that like the, the original the 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 trinity of uh rap topics then it's just like it's not really that it doesn't hold much weight in my opinion but it's still a solid project that's why i said 7 out of 10 so overall that's my score but getting into the specifics of it what was i getting into i think i totally lost my train of thought oh okay the tracklist okay getting into the specifics like i said the intro has morgan freeman um running is one of my favorite maybe my favorite track 
Is that my favorite track? Yeah, that's Running's my favorite track on the album. I really like Running. Either Running or My Dog. Run, either one of those are my favorite tracks on the album. So Running could be one and My Dog could be two. But we're going to get into that in a second. Number three, we have Glock in my lap. Now, this is the fan favorite um, from people I've talked to. They say they really like Glock in my lap just because of like how he's rapping and talking about killing and stuff. You know, the typical 21 Savage, the way he words things. And um, I mean, I will tell you, 21 Savage does have a way with uh, telling you how he's going to kill people in multiple different ways. It's, it's pretty it's pretty interesting how he just keeps coming up with different ways to kill people. But anyways, uh, number track number four, we have Mr. Right Now featuring Drake. Not gonna lie, this is probably one of Drake's worst verses um, in 2020. I don't know if he had, I don't know if he's had a worse verse than this, which is not bad at all. I mean, Drake, it's kind of like LeBron, like saying like LeBron had his worst game is still better than 80% of the league. Drake's verse is still average at best, but as far as some of the the verses he he's been giving out. It's definitely not um it's not comparable at all so yeah mediocre verse from drake uh, combined with the very bad chorus from 21 savage like i don't know i don't know what type of vibe he was going for when he started singing like that on the chorus but like it was just yeah he just he he, he should have um metro like after he finished that song he should have told him like so you was doing like he should have asked him if he was doing a reference for the actual R&B person he was going to have sing that chorus because it felt like he was he was doing a little reference, you know, for the R&B, maybe bringing like we're going to get into Bryson. So let's bring Bryson, you bring a little party, bring Bryson into it. Um, Maybe the weekend, get somebody to sing that chorus because because what 21 Savage did on that chorus, it just wasn't just didn't just didn't sit right with my ears but going back into the my cohesive point at the end of this song it goes right into the beginning of um f- number five song with uh featuring young thug and so that's why i said this album is cohesive because certain beats go into the next certain ends of beats go perfectly into the next beat on the track so I'm not gonna lie this track was all right young thugs verse was really good i liked his verse but the, the vibe was just really it was really weird because 21 savage was rapping like really slow and i felt like with young thug you could really like turn up a little bit like you can kind of put a faster beat on and just go crazy with young thug but on this track i think young thug you know outperformed him 21 savage was already in my opinion not in his lane with the rapping slow and stuff but young thug came in kind of saved the track but still it wasn't nothing too special which is very disappointing because i thought this track with drake right back to back with young thug was going to be something really special number six sliding um one of the most simple like one of the most simple minded choruses i've ever it was it sliding sliding yeah 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 it was sliding i was about to say the chorus um the chorus wasn't nothing special very mediocre and then finally we get into some of my um standouts mini man mini man is a playoff of 50 cents mini man of course and it feels like i'm ragging on the album is ragging a word i don't know but pop smoke i felt like did this sample a lot better than what 21 savage did but in 
21 Savage uh, defense, Pop Smoke did have clearance to the whole beat. So he just used the beat. Like, it was just like, yeah, he used the whole beat. So 21 Savage at least made the original song kind of off of the many men um, subject. But I say subject. I don't even know what that means. But anyways, um, let's play that right quick. So we actually get to the first track that I think is a standout on this album. And I'm going to play a little bit of it right now. As you can tell, this has a lot of influence from the Mini Man song from 50 Cent. I really liked how he went with this track. I feel like it was different from all the other tracks on the album. It kind of felt unique. And that was something that I was I was kind of searching for once we got deep into the album. I was like, is he going to give us any uh, like unique type songs or tracks? And he, he really did. He, he ended up... Because I gave this album a 7, which is not bad, but at the same time, 21 Savage, like, you would think, like, I, I literally, like, one, one, I know one season, um, I changed my jersey number to 21 just to be, like, 21 Savage, like, just to be, I got on 21, so that must mean I'm a savage, like, that's just how I was thinking when I switched it to 21, but it's just kind of like, so somebody like him, I've been a fan of for a long time, because I was back in high school and stuff, but, um, I don't really understand why he was... Well, I guess he was trying to get... I think he was trying to catch the, the vibe of the original Savage Mode so he can't really rap like how I think he raps currently, if you know what I mean. But anyways, um, then we get into the Snitches and Rat interlude, which is very, like, probably one of the funniest interludes I've ever heard. Not ever heard. Nah, because that, um... The Snitches interlude... There's a lot of Pop Smoke similarities. The Pop Smoke album had a snitch in the loo, like talking about um he was this guy talking about ask me what happened to this one dude and then he said something he was like uh I forget what he said. He said something like a hundred years, like he gave him a hundred years or something by snitching. And that that interlude was hilarious. So these are neck and neck for the best interludes because Morgan Freeman was really giving like facts on what the differences between the snitch and the rat was, and that was pretty that was pretty interesting. And then you get to the actual song. The song was alright, wasn't bad, wasn't great. It was just Um number 
Y'all gonna think I think this album is just like trash, but I really think this is a solid album. I just like the like when you pinpoint certain songs, you're just like, man, that just wasn't it. But anyways, we're gonna try to pick it back up with uh, my second favorite track on this album, and called it's called My Dog. So um, this is my second favorite track because I feel like he was rapping different on this track. I don't know what it was, but I feel like he was rapping different. He definitely had a different flow. I don't think he's pulled this flow out the whole album. But uh, y'all tell me if he had the same flow or not. Because I'm going to play a little snippet of my second favorite track. Second favorite. Okay, making sure I said that right. My second favorite track off the album. And let me know what you think of it right now. I swear to God that every girl after that I was going to do them wrong. Different in my bed every night, but I still be feeling alone. Matter of fact, I'm finna be with one probably right after I finish this song. That's my dog. He gon' ride. Out the leash. He gon' slide. She know I cheat. She know I cheat. She know I lie. I be geeked up. I be fried. 21. Sweep the room. We pull up with broom. 21. Smoking Girl Scout. You can smell the fumes. Smell the fumes. Don't approach me about your wifey if she choose. Last girl did that, made the news. 21. Keep talking that UK like I don't got AKs. Wait, y'all just hear that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I usually don't pause it, but hold on. I got to run that back. I just heard that. <laughs> I don't know why I just picked. I literally just heard this. Uh, what he just said. Hold on, I'm going to play it back, see if y'all catch it. 21. Keep talking that UK like I don't got AKs. I'm not going to lie. That was, I literally just reckon... Uh, just cipher. I don't even know the word to use. Basically, I just understood what he just was saying to us. He said, he keep talking about him in UK he, and, and forget he has AKs or something like that, basically. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting because, you know, the whole the whole ice thing that happened with 21 Savage, which was really bad, by the way. Like, I, would, I wouldn't even wish that upon my worst enemy the way they treated 21 Savage. They basically shipped him about shipped him out the country and shocked everyone because nobody really knew he was from the uk but he he kind of grew up in america so it was kind of weird how they was trying to play him like he was just from the uk talking about how um <laughs> they was talking about how 21 savage was talking about shooting people and i think they brought out like a musket or a meme of a musket or something like that i don't know people went crazy with the uk slander because um, I don't even think UK UK be having some strict laws so I don't really think they have guns like that like the US so they was all they was clowning 21 talking about like well, you don't even have guns or anything but basically I just found I just um, figured out what he was saying but yeah let's, okay I'm, we're gonna get back into the snippet and let you this is why this is my second favorite track off the album like I just like you pick up songs that are my my favorites off uh albums is basically like something i could take it's, it's a song i can listen to and take something different every single time i listen to it well not every single time but basically most of the amount of times i listen to it i can pick up a different bar and so i just did like mid pod <laughs> so it was just funny that he said that because that was a huge deal and yeah we're gonna finish this snippet and that was my little interjection of the song because i definitely did not hear that before so let's play that again here we go right now made the news 21 keep talking that uk like i don't got ak's 21 like because i was born over cd thing on spray spray 
Pull up in your hood, 911, y'all better call Mayday. When would I the way to Martin Luther King? No one play play. Caught him down bad. Broad daylight, I ain't need no match. Paid in full. Out of all, get shot in that. Scrip a rat if I ever get low on cash. Middle school, I ain't go to class. I was hanging in the hallway, I ain't have a pass. High school, I ain't even go. I was hanging in the colony trying to sell gas. In a hot boss with Chevy, Lil' Harold, and Rock, ready to crash. Try to break in a pawn shop on Candle Road, but the wild went smash. Larry got killed, couldn't believe it. Man, the tears start falling out fast. Lick on McAfee, found a whole split, but we really had came for the cash. I'm praying too, old goon did so much in the street in my past. I told T Tay that buddy was a boom, he got on the stand. 200k to the lawyer, little brother, gonna make sure you get out the cash. So that's why that's my second favorite track off the album my favorite was the one i played at the beginning of this pod that was called running and that that beat is probably the best beat off the album i'm not even gonna lie like the way like they knew what they was doing they knew that that song was the best off the album because they put it second well not second they basically it was basically the first song on the album because you had the intro and then you had running so yeah um my dog is really good as you as you just heard 21 savage is talking about a lot of different stuff a lot of real life like stuff so it's kind of like it's kind of understanding where he's coming from and also where he's been i don't know if that makes sense basically i'm just trying to say 21 savage trying to give us a glimpse into his life he wants us to stop playing uh put some respect on his name even though he's from the uk but yeah, that, that's, that was pretty funny. Um, getting back into the track list. We have the track number 11. I'm just going to call that Steppin'. Oh, Steppin' was really interesting because the beat and the whole structure of the song was really a throwback to old school music. And I really liked the way he did that. Kind of reminded me of Eazy a little bit. I don't know about y'all, but as far as me, that's the type of vibe it was giving me. It was giving me an old time type uh, record because of the structure of the song. Like I said, the pattern of how it was played and everything. I'm not going to play a snippet because it wasn't. I mean, it was really good. Like, I, I really think this song could blow up, but I don't know. Getting into number 12, brand new Draco probably i don't know it was i right. it wasn't nothing too special number 13 we have no op left behind i think this was a standout on the album and i actually have a snippet for it so we can listen to that right now Multitask, use the pistol in the ball Screaming, no, I left behind We gon' kill them all Ain't no cap in my rap, ain't no flop You can tell it when I rap, ain't no cut, this raw Cut him off if he talking to the law I'm with Draco cause he quiet till he hit you in the jaw Multitask, use the pistol in the ball Screaming, no, I left behind We gon' kill them all Multitask, you- So as you can hear No op, uh, no op left behind it's a solid track. I really think it's one of the standouts on this album. Um, then we had R.I.P. Love. I think that was the worst song on the album. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't like when 21 Savage tries to sing. 
I don't know why Metro let him do that to himself. Like why he why he just tell him like I, I can't save you like I can't I can't save that singing voice like that just he just gotta let him know like whenever he start to sing he's just gonna cut the mic off like that's just what he's gonna have to tell him. But anyways, getting into the last track on the album called Said and Done. I'm not gonna lie, I think he was singing on this one too, so I just skipped it like I didn't even listen. And I believe Morgan Freeman I think had a ending thought. Or a conclusion. I don't know. I didn't really listen to that song. I skipped. I know I skipped that song, so I didn't like that one either. But I like most. No, I don't. This track was okay. Like, I mean, this album was okay. Like, it, it was a seven out of ten is good. It just wasn't great. <laughs> and for Twenty One Savage, I kind of want him to be great. You know, I am. I was was a step in the right direction. That was definitely a. I would say an eight. 9 out of 10 that album was really good especially the song with J. Cole so it just kind of let me down a little bit that the album came out like this even though I know he was trying to capture capture that savage mode type vibe because it's a sequel I would like him to start rapping like I am I was again that wasn't my expectation going to savage mode 2 because I know savage mode 2 is going to talk about killing and everything but I feel like you can talk about killing and still make it interesting which I think he did to a certain extent but he could have went a little further with it. And then getting into the sales. Now this is the thing that really surprised surprised me. Savage Mode 2 is on pace to have 195k. That's insane. I don't know if it was from the Drake feature. My theory about Drake features is Drake gives you at least 10 to 30 apps. 30k albums album sales that's my personal um that's my personal take on how drake affects your album so instead of 21 savage selling like 190k i think he would have sold like 160 170k without drake that's how much drake asked that's how much value drake asked to your album and i may be still undercutting drake's value with saying um, 10 to 30 it might be 30 to 40 or it might be way more than that but anyways yeah so 21 Savage is obviously going to have the number one album of the week which is pretty that's pretty big for 21 Savage to be going on his what fourth how long has 21 Savage been in the game I think for four to five years and still reaching new heights with your album sales a huge dub for 21 savage obviously the rollout plan obviously the rollout um was well thought out and well basically ro- well rolled out because 200 close to 200,000 sales is not an easy task by any stretch of the imagination That's all I have for the 21 Savage Savage Mode 2 album. Uh, click my link tree in my bio to let me know what you think of the album. Do you think Savage Mode 2 is fire? Do you think it's trash? And what what are your thoughts about 21 Savage having to defend himself being from the UK? Okay, now we're going to switch it up a little bit.
Now we're going to get into gaming. And now with this topic, it was kind of surprising because this topic really came out of nowhere as I looked on my Twitter timeline and then I saw Nintendo's iconic um, Super Smash Bros is adding the main character from Minecraft as a playable fighter. So that's what we're getting into. <laughs> it, it made huge news. I made a lot of uh, blogs and stuff. I guess it was, I guess people, I mean, I knew people like Minecraft, but I didn't know Minecraft was really a fight, like had fighting characters like that. So I think that's why I was so, such a surprise for people. But Minecraft's main character, Steve, will be a playable character in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And they announced this Thursday. I don't know the actual hold up, maybe I can bring up the month right quick. Okay, uh October 1st is when they announced this. Is that right? I think so. October 1st. So Minecraft and Super Smash Bros. collab is, is pretty um unexpected because like I said, I don't think that Minecraft have fighting characters. Even though I mean you fight and it, it's different. It's it's like that type of fighting and Super Smash Bros. type fighting is totally different so how they adapt his fighting style to the super smash bros it will, will be interesting to see to say will be interesting to see at the very least but they did have this one character in there i don't know the exact name i want to say it was like ink or something but basically it was like a cartoon character and it was all black and it it, it fought by like using different animations and stuff like that and so once I thought about that character, I was like, well, they can definitely make Steve work because it's kind of the same at, uh, premise. Also, one thing that I noticed when people was talking about Steve is that did y'all know that Steve is black? Like, I know it's a Minecraft fun, you know, jokey joke type game, but I had no idea the main character in Minecraft is black. That's pretty interesting. If you ask me, I don't really think that's uh, something to just pass by like. That's that's I don't know, that's 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 a huge dub for me in my book. Anyways, so I guess Nintendo and Microsoft been working together because um they've been trying to add characters to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for a little bit. Um when Steve gets to the game, Microsoft Steve let's say microsoft minecraft steve he will come with new stages and seven music tracks from the minecraft series so probably the best hits and stuff like that um players will also be able to swip, swap between a variety of different character skins from minecraft including zombies and endermen so you know how each fighter in Super Smash Bros. have different skins? Well, for the Minecraft character, it would be di completely different characters. Which I think they did something with that with um, Bowser Jr. If you switched his skins, I think it was like totally different characters. So I like that they did that. And I think that's a very interesting way to include multiple Minecraft characters all in one. They said that he will cost at least $5.99. Though he'll be available as part of the ongoing Fighters Pass, a uh, pass which costed $29.99. Um, so if you have the pass, you don't have to worry about it. But if you don't, you have to pay a $5.99 fee. Uh, 
When is he coming to Super Smash Bros? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even see the date where he's coming at all. I think they just announced him. I don't know when he's coming. Hopefully soon. <laughs> all that news just not to tell us when he's going to come to the game. But if you look it up, I'm, I'm pretty sure it will have a rough estimate. Well, I don't know because I looked it up and I can't find it. But anyways, just know he's coming soon. And this is not hip hop, so hopefully they're not lying, and hopefully it won't be released the next year. Hopefully it's like two or three months, or not even two or three months, two or three weeks. Like I don't think Steve being announced, they should wait that long to put him out, cause don't you don't want the hype to die down. So I would put him out in like a a week or two. So yeah, that's all I really have for Minecraft and Smash Bros. Let me know. Uh, click my link tree in my bio to let me know what do you think of minecraft steve being in super smash bros and what is your favorite character of super smash bros and who would you want to see added that's the biggest question who would you want to see added in super smash bros ultimate but yeah let me know that and we're gonna switch it up right quick and get into pop culture Okay, getting into the last segment of the pod, we're going to get into pop culture. And for pop culture, we're going to get into one of my favorite artists, even though he's been, you know, a lot of my favorite artists just go like on a huge hiatus and just go away and then come back with some like with some fire. Like, I don't understand what it is, but it just feels like a whole break just makes you just rejuvenate you unless you have a whole new passion for your original craft. Anyways reason i say all that is because we're going to be getting into bryson tiller so like i said one of my favorite rappers is big sean well big sean's really my favorite rapper like number one uh bryson tiller is one of my favorite r&b artists he went away for a little bit and when i say a little bit i mean he went away for a while like five years i believe but he said he had like mental issue not mental like but um anxiety and okay now i can't say words anymore and yeah i can't say it so <laughs> y'all just listening to me mess up these words uh anyways um he has problems with like anxiety problems that's it right that's it right hopefully and anxiety problems i don't know why anyways basically that man has issues with talking and and showing his face and putting his craft out for the world to judge he doesn't like that part of it so he had to build up a lot of courage to finally come out with a new album um even before even before he came out with this album i think he came out with a deluxe with the trap soul and it was only like three songs but the three songs was pretty good in my opinion uh, oh, and one did feature The Weeknd. That was, that was uh, one of the standouts, in my opinion, because he, he had a whole different verse. Like, you know how artists do a remix and they can just put the same verse on the song and then just have the remix with the new artist? He actually switched his whole entire verse. The Weeknd came in and then Bryson Tiller gave a whole new verse to Rambo. So I like that. I thought that song was a standout from the three tracks that was added. But with this actual album anniversary, 
This is his third studio album. And one of the guest features... Oh, the only guest feature on the album is from Drake. That's pretty interesting. So you have The week. Oh, you have The weekend. You have The weekend coming on your deluxe. And then you have Drake coming on your original... Um, and then you have Drake coming on the sequel. That's pretty... Bryson Tiller must have a lot of respect in the industry because that's not easy to pull off having a the weekend feature and Drake. It's not easy to pull off at all. You have to have really good relationships with certain people to have those type of people on your tracks. So you came with back to back heavy hitters with the weekend and Drake. And then I think he had like a Zoom um watch party, a listen party. I don't know what. To do, uh, I don't know what type of party they had in Zoom. Anyways, I guess they listened to the album in Zoom, so I guess they had fun with that. Anyways, <laughs> me actually getting into the actual album, comparing this to the Twenty One Savage album, this is, I won't say by far the better the better album, but it's significantly better than Savage Mode Two, in my opinion. But this is more of an R and B album. That's more of a rap album, so you may be like you can't really compare the two, but I just did, and Anniversary, in my opinion, is better than uh, Savage Mode 2. <laughs> but you know, teachers on. Starting off with the first track called Years Go By, I like the sample user. He's basically using a sample, kind of playing off the fact he's been gone for a while, saying that um, you leave your craft for a certain number of years and you lose passion for it. But I guess this song is basically showing that you can still have passion for it. I like the little bell that rings at the beginning because it's kind of like school is in classes in session. And he's just giving you bars after bars, just just verse after verse, just all type of knowledge. Talking about why he went away, talking about that he still got it. You know, basically just talking his stuff. So getting into track number two. Oh. My bad. Yeah, getting into track number two, Always Forever. That was a solid track. That's all I had for it. That was just, it was just solid. Oh, actually, I was going to play a snippet from years ago by. That's what I meant to say. I, I know I, I paused and then went back into track number two, but I meant to say I had a snippet for track number one. So we're going to listen to that. Years Go By is the first track off of Bryson Taylor's Anniversary. Huh. Yeah, show the night, hold tight Don't you let go tonight, baby, get closer right It was meant for you Heard it right, this ain't sitting in for you Certified on them five jeans, went for you That's, that's a fucking synonym for you Just venture, you like them, I send them in for you Split it with it, with it, got the dividends for you You down with it, with brown cinnamon for you You don't live for this life, girl, I know But this is the life I know a little time just a grown a nigga but i've grown since then and i promise we gon' keep it solid keep away all the monsters but this nonsense no divide and we conquer it's that anniversary saying this shit like tony saying this chorus and this verse for me best got to so as you can tell he's going crazy and that's the first track off the album but he just went even crazier throughout the album Let me bring back up the track list. So, 
It went crazy on years go by. And then you get into number two, Always Forever. It was a solid track. Getting into number three, I'm Ready For You. Also a really good track. I think that was... Um, I don't know. I think that was... He really had different, like, different type of structures for each of the songs. And they all... But this is also another cohesive album not a lot of songs just thrown on to to make a project but this one like i said that the songs uh run into it not run but like flow into each other so all these songs lead off of each um all these songs lead off the last one that just came before it so it's never the vibe doesn't totally switch with any of the tracks on this album so number th- three was solid number four things change that was really good um five timeless interlude such a great interlude to follow up on one of the best tracks on the album in my opinion called sorrows and we're gonna play a snippet from that and i'm just gonna let it play a little bit because this was definitely my favorite track off the album and we can listen to that right now So you can you can just tell he he was going like he was just basically um, singing his way you know just singing <laughs> that man was singing now I don't know not no Twenty One Savage uh, R. P. Love type singing he was that was for real I can sing sing <laughs> so yeah that was my favorite track off the album and then we get into out of no see I almost skipped to the one of my favorite tracks off this album. Then we get into the the um what's this called? The single. The single, that's the word I was looking for. We get into the single, number seven, inhale. He actually I wouldn't be surprised if this album was called Inhale and he just changed it to anniversary. But anyways, that's besides the point. Inhale came out. It was received with not criticism, but not everybody was praising it. Like it was kinda like we waited this long for this song. And it wasn't a bad song. It just was one of those that basically was the album cut. So in this album, it fits. But as a sequel, I keep saying sequel. As a uh, si- what's that thing called? As a, sing- a single, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's not. The, it's not a single type song. I mean, you got sorrows on here. Uh, I wouldn't. You never want to put the first track out as a single. It, it's kind of. It kind of gives away the vibe of the album. I would have either chose Sorrows or Things Change for a single. Not Inhale, though. Inhale is definitely an album cut. It doesn't really stand out like Sorrows do. Anyways, after Inhale, we get to track number... Wait, uh, I don't want y'all to think that Inhale was bad. That was definitely a great song. An album cut means it's a solid song, but isn't the standout, so... Not the so y'all won't think I just didn't like this song. I like every track off this album, but some of them are more stand out t- 
to me than others. And speaking of standout, we're going to get into track number 8, Out of Time, featuring Drake. Drake gives us a solid verse, definitely a better verse than he had on 21 Savage album. But with this, he's singing. So it's kind of like I understand why he was on this album and 21, because I think he low-key wants to put out the narrative again that he's a singing, rapping type person. So, um, yeah, getting into Out of Time, I actually have two snippets for this because... Um, the way that this song is structured, Drake Drake goes and then Tiller goes. But there's a middle, in the middle, there's like a whole like interlude, not interlude, but like the beats. Uh, I won't say like dead noise, but the beat just kind of um, plays around. Like the, it's basically a spot for the producer to play around with the beat and make a little bridge between the Drake verse and the Br Bryson Tiller verse. It doesn't just go from Drake, chorus, Bryson. It goes like Drake, pause, Bryson. So I'm going to break it up a little bit. But not break it up. I'm going to go like straight to the verse. Um, straight from Drake's verse to Bryson Tiller's verse. So this is Drake's part off of... Hold up, wrong. I almost played the wrong song. Anyways, this is Drake's part out of Out of Time. And we can listen to that right now. I don't know why I still play into your palm. Even though I know what you want. Been twisted of you so long. Complicated, far from simple Always find a way to dodge these issues Can't seem to shake it, not for nothing The problem is we're not discussing All that screaming, yelling's not becoming to you Things just can't be fixed without a time Then they, then that's when the beat starts to go on and the producer starts to play around a little bit. And then we get into Bryson Tiller's verse. So now I'm going to skip to his verse and we can listen to that right now. So, I don't know if you really caught that, but Drake and Bryce Tiller had some of the same lines, which is very telling, to say the least, to me. Is Bryson writing a little bit for Drake? Is that why he's been away for a little bit? Because, you know, Party Next Door, he writes for Drake and Rihanna, and he takes some hiatus sometimes. Let me find out. Bryson Tiller's been writing for Drake this whole time with the R&B. Wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you get a feature from The weekend, a feature with Drake. Only type of way you get those is if you're helping out more than, you know, you're helping out more than people actually know. So, I mean, why do you think Drake keeps party next door around so much? But anyways, that was definitely a standout on, on the album to me. And I think that was a great song and they played off each other well. It wasn't really a back and forth, but the verses was really 
good and they had some of the same lines so makes me wonder if Bryson Tiller is writing for Drake uh number track number nine we it's called keep doing what you're doing that track that track is really good really solid track to go into the outro of this uh album number the 10th track next to you and this is such a great um ending to a sequel of trap soul so this was a great song and it goes right into years go by and well it does, what does it go right into i don't know but anyways the next to you is a great send-off of the sequel and i had it on repeat so for me it went right it went uh it flowed right back into years go by so i don't know if that was just a me thing click my link tree in my bio to let me know what do you think of the album do you think it's fire do you think it's trash well we actually we actually have one more thing we're going to get into and it's the first week sales of bryson tiller's anniversary like I said with 21 Savage, he's probably going to sell around 190k. For Bryson Tiller, this was very surprising for me because they star by Tory Lanez. Even though he was kind of, not kind of, he was blackballed by the, by a DSP playlist. He still sold 50k. But with Bryson Tiller's anniversary selling 35 to 85,000 units for the first week, I don't know where that's going to put him in the as far as like um top 10 but that's a great opening weekend to be gone for five years i believe so he may be the next toy lanes if toy lanes is not careful and they find a replacement for him because bryson tiller coming out right after toy lanes gets into all this trouble i don't think it's a coincidence i think it's one of the, the openings that bryson tiller saw and he had an album ready and but I don't know. I may be. I may just be looking too deep into it. But that, that's what I think. I think Bryson Tiller can end up filling that void that Tory Lanez is eventually going to leave. So yeah, that's all I really have for the Bryson Tiller album anniversary. Just wanted to talk about sales. Wanted to talk about the album, and also wanted to get you guys' feedback. So let me like, click my link tree in my bio. Send me a message on any of my social medias to let me know what do you think about Bryson Tiller's anniversary do you think it's fire do you think it's trash and which Drake verse was better the 21 Savage Drake verse or the Bryson Tiller Drake verse so yeah recapping the podcast now that we finished quote of the pod we went over Among Us music we went over 21 Savage new album Savage Mode 2 Gaming, we went over Minecraft and uh, Super Smash Bros. collab. Pop culture, we ended with my boy Bryson Tiller. Coming with a very great album. Oh, I didn't even give an overall school, a score. I would give a score of 8 out of 10 for that album. That album was definitely an 8 out of 10. Great album. So yeah, that's about it for the podcast. Episode 14. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a voice message message letting me know what you think of the show and what me and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and keep up with my latest and greatest activities to make sure um, you stay up to date and share this podcast as, as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. 
Thank you for tuning in, tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect.